Welcome to our Daily Inspiration Podcast. As Inspire Church is walking through a 30-day rule of life, whether you are participating fully or just listening, we hope you are blessed. My name is Danny Castillo, and I am one of the elders at Inspire Churches. Um, we are going through a series called Rhythms of Life the intention of which is to help us reorder our lives around rhythms, uh, regular activities that will form good habits, that will bring fruit to your life. You know, fruit of love, uh, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And uh, the rhythm of life topic that I will share today is about fasting. That's right, uh, fasting. I, I know, I know, I heard you say, ugh, <laughs> and that's okay. Because if you're like me, um, you know, I'm, I'm okay with those fancy, expensive, artistically chef-prepared food. Uh, but they're so small, they're so tiny, and the, the plate is so big. So I prefer the, the buffet. Uh, eat all you can where you can do the impossible, like uh, moving mountains of food on your on your plate. <laughs> Before, when I think of fasting, I think about dieting, you know, lose some weight here, some pounds there, which is a good thing. Or depriving yourself of food, alcohol, or chocolates, or from cell phones, using the cell phones, uh, watching TV, playing video games. And uh, so you can, I guess, hear God's voice better. Um, sounds familiar? Or this thought about fasting, you have to sacrifice because uh, that's how it is. But you shouldn't let anyone know because if you're... You, if they see your your gloomy face and notice that you're fasting, then that doesn't count. Uh, but before I share what I have learned about fasting, please uh, allow me to share my experience when I was doing intermittent fasting, you know, to lose weight, specifically to lose that stubborn fat in the belly area. I started intermittent fasting uh, plus a full keto diet, meaning no carbs, in uh, March 2019. Ugh, it was a difficult road. I had headaches, I was irritable, I was impatient, my stomach was empty and grumbling, super hungry. Is it 12 o'clock yet? You know, it was not a pleasant experience. But as I continued, I began to get used to it, and it became a rhythm. I still had the headaches and hunger pains, but I was not as irritable and as impatient. There were uh, a lot of things that I was not in control of, but I began to realize I had developed uh, self-control. And... I started losing weight, uh, started shedding fat from my belly, uh, 
Um, I could see my toes again. Uh, I felt healthier. I had more energy. And, and for the next four months, I think it was four months, I have lost 26 pounds. I lost four inches in my waistline. I was doing this for about a year. Um, uh, and then the pandemic came. You know, work from home, shelter in place. I started losing my rhythm. It was not sudden, it was gradual. I was back to my old eating habits and in no time I gained back the 26 pounds that I lost. Hmm. The desire to eat away, you know, eat away, they're back. And no matter how hard I tried to go back again um, to control those urges, I couldn't seem to do it. I was not even motivated to fast again. I have learned that the early Jewish concept of fasting is different from the concept in the Western world. Shout out to um, Bema Discipleship Podcast by Marty Solomon and Brent Billings. Some of the things I, I will share, um, I have learned from, from that podcast, just to put it out there. I thought that when I am fasting, um, I could become more spiritual, more focused, but what I experienced was the exact opposite. I was not more spiritual. I was not focused. I was hungry. I had headaches. I was, in fact, more carnal, more fleshly, more human, more broken. But that is exactly what fasting will do to you. It will break us down until we see our humanity. It will humble us. If you're dealing with pride, you think you're in control, then fast. Because fasting will make you feel you are not that great. If you say, I got this, I, hand, I can handle this, try fasting. It will make you realize your weakness. It will make you yearn for food. It will make you yearn for your cell phone. Why? Because we're human. Now here's the thing. What differentiates humans from animals is this. Animals eat whenever they're hungry. They kill their prey when they desire to eat. They climb a tree and break a branch when they desire to eat fruit. They mate whenever or wherever they desire or whoever they desire to mate. There is no self-control. Humans, on the other hand, are created by God in His image and likeness. We are created with a will so we can decide when to slow down, when to say that's enough, when to stop, and when to rest. Just like God who stopped creating and said that's very good. Nothing more to add. In the image and likeness of God, we were created to act with self-control. Now, fasting is about self-control. Folks, you are more than an animal. You are created in the image of God, and He created you very good. 
It's there. Look it up. Genesis 1, 31. And you have to remember this. You have to trust in your identity. You have to trust the story. God created you in His image and you are created very good. Nothing to add to make God love you more. So from the beginning, He loves you. Even after the fall, He loves you. So trust that He loves you. Now, the primary goal for fasting, you ask yourself, why am I fasting? And your answer, I am fasting because I want to constantly remember, constantly remember, constantly remember to trust the story that I have a good God who created me very good. You see, regular rhythms of fasting will become a constant reminder of God's character that God is good and He created you in His image. He created you very good. This regular rhythm will become a habit and together with uh, the other regular rhythms of prayer, reading your Bible, and resting, you will find your relationship with Jesus becoming more intimate, more life-giving. And that's what we desire in our lives, right? So, whatever you are fasting for, whether it is uh, on food, chocolates, uh, maybe rice, maybe coffee, sugar, uh, wine, alcohol, maybe soda, or uh, saying enough to the use of your cell phone, uh, Netflix, or any gadget, whether you're fasting half day or a whole day. Uh, by the way, be wise, guys. Okay, I mean, be wise. If you have a medical condition, maybe fast on something else, please. It's okay. So, whatever it is you're fasting on, remember it is about humility before God. It is about self-control. Fasting will connect you to the human part of you. But it will also, it will also allow you to act on the God image part of you. Ah, at that point, at this point, when the human part of you kicks in, you have to what? Trust the story. You are created in the image of God and you are created good and you are loved. You are loved. I hope you start sensing the inner transformation just by remembering who you are. You're loved. And you don't need to act piously, you know, when you're fasting. When you're hungry, you're hungry. When you're irritable, you're irritable. You're, you're human. But it does not mean you have to act out your irritation and lash out at people or throw a fit, you know. Uh, I'm I may be exaggerating, but I've seen hungry, irritable people who do foolish things. Yes. Yes, we fall. Yes, we fail in our fasting. It's okay. Humans make mistakes. 
you're still a creation in the image of God. You're loved and we can be humble and we can pick up again where we left off, right? We can decide to do that. We can pursue our commitment. When we fall, we're committed to stand up again. When we fall again, we're committed to stand up again. You see, commitment does not mean perfection. So let's not act like the hypocrites that Jesus described in Matthew 16. And verses 16 to 18 reads, When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you, will reward you. The word hypocrite in Greek is hypocrites. Hypocrites, I hope I pronounced that correctly, meaning, meaning an actor. So what do actors do? They, they act on stage to be seen. Thus, to be noticed is their reward. Clap, clap, clap. Good acting. That's their reward. But what is the Bible talking about God's reward for true and sincere fasting? Well, let me back track for a second. You see, this segment of scripture about fasting is really part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount that started in Matthew chapter 5. With all of those, uh, you know, you've read that, blessed are the, uh, blessed are those, uh, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And how does that pure in heart and hunger and thirsting for righteousness look like for us humans? Well, it looks practical like this. And Jesus says in his sermon, Be salt and light. Control your anger. Control your lust. Uh, give to the needy. Pray. Fast. Lay up treasures in heaven. Watch what you look at. Don't be anxious about food, shelter, or clothing. God knows, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Don't judge. Don't condemn. Ask, seek, knock. It's, it's all there, chapter 5 to 7. That's the sermon. And these are all human activities. These are all human acts, human rhythms. And Jesus, in his humanity, practiced and experienced all these. And so, uh, you know, before the sermon, by the way, Jesus actually fasted 40 days and, and 40 nights. Uh, 
he likely had headaches, hunger pains, you know, low blood sugar, I mean 40 days, no food. Uh, but he prevailed. Scripture said that after that ordeal in the wilderness, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. So, back to that question. What is God's reward for true and sincere fasting? Well, it's this. Towards the end of his sermon, Jesus said, Matthew 7, 24-25, he said, Everyone then who hears these words of mine, meaning the sermon, and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the bloods came, and, and, and the flood, flood, floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. Folks, there are no shortcuts in growing in your Christian life, in spiritual formation. There has to be an intentional decision to grow. And we need to act on that decision if we desire to grow. Fasting is one of those rhythm-forming acts to take control of, of something or to say enough of something that is really controlling you, food, alcohol, cell phone, gadgets, whatever it is, in exchange for another something that will help you grow, whether it be praying during your fast, reading your Bible, reading a Christian book, listening to praise music or to a podcast, or just being still with the Lord during that fast. What is your primary goal for fasting? Again, you ask yourself, why am I fasting? Your answer, I am fasting because I want to constantly remember, constantly remember, constantly remember to trust the story that I have a good God who created me very good. This is the gospel, the good news that God created you and me, not animals without self-control. Rather, we are created in the image of God created very good, so loved. We are created with self-control so we can say enough because God is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. Now there will be rain, there will be flood, there will be winds that will beat on your life, on your house. But as long as we build on the rock, our life will not fall. We already have a firm foundation, Jesus, our rock. What better evidence of our identity that we are loved than the Son of God, the King of the universe, who would seek after us sinners, take our mess, give up His life, and exchange our unrighteous life with His righteous life. That should constantly remind us we are loved. Jesus, 
our firm foundation can and will carry us through life. We can trust this foundation. It's solid. And we can and should build our lives upon, upon Him. This is the reward for those who are not hypocrites, who are not actors. The reward for true, sincere, broken human fasting is internal change, deep transformation, becoming more and more like Jesus, a person who is more loving, joyful, calm, patient, kind, gentle, good, faithful, self-controlled. And outwardly, a person who is more compassionate, more hospitable, more generous, more helpful, more caring. And so when people see this transformed person, they will see Jesus really. Jesus is your reward. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we love you because you loved us first. Lord Jesus, we love you because you loved us and you came to us, experienced our pain and suffering, and you took all of that to the cross and gave us your life. And you establish the foundation on which we can build our lives upon. Forgive us, please. We repent for allowing things in our lives to control us instead of us restraining these. You know these, Lord, and we know them. We cannot hide from you. Will you please help us in our fast? Cause us to humble ourselves Practice self-control because we do desire to be more like you, Jesus, so people can see you and they can, and they can see transformed lives. And only for your glory we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take care, everybody. I love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you are inspired as we journey together to reorient our lives in life-giving practices as demonstrated in God's Word.